at One Day University. We feature hundreds of top-rated professors from Stanford, Harvard, Michigan, Texas, UCLA, and other schools across the world to explore history, music, politics, art, science, and much more. Every Wednesday, our weekly scholar newsletter includes five fascinating short video clips of our most notable professors discussing a brand new topic, plus special reports and topical debates as well. Sign up for free at OneDayU.com. That's O-N-E-D-A-Y-U.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. It's another Thursday, so welcome to the show today. Today we will be speaking about disassociative disorders, um, probably the most famous of which is disassociative identity disorder, the um, condition that used to be called multiple personality disorder, which we will get into, although this episode is going to be about um, the the whole category of, of disorders that fall into this category. Before we get started, I'd like to remind my audience of a few things. Um, Again, this podcast shows up um, in your feeds Thursday at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you'd like to chat with me, this show is live. Please check us out on Zoom. The number to call is one six four six five five eight eight six four six. That's the United States number, so you your long distance charges may apply if you do call in. Um, I am on Zoom right now. The meeting ID for Zoom is four six five one seven two eight eight two. So with that said, let's go ahead and get started on our topic. What are disassociative disorders? Um, again, like I said, the most famous of which that you probably have heard of is is um, disassociative identity disorder, or um, DID. Although, by all means, it's not the only disorder to fall into this category. Um, <clears throat> so, what are the what is the overview of this category of illnesses, and what are the symptoms? There are a few things um, to consider. Um, regarding disassociative disorders. So the primary symptom you're going to see with a disassociative person is a disconnect from reality. Um, This is usually involuntary, and it includes a person's memory, thoughts, and consciousness. This condition occurs as a way of dealing with past trauma, such as abuse, or sometimes in the case of veterans, Um, memories of combat, PTSD, that sort of thing. 
Um, these disorders can affect members from any racial, socioeconomic, gender, or age group. It is estimated that 70 75% of people experience at least one episode of derealization or depersonalization, which means that derealization means that you look around you and feel that the the space around you, the items around you, the people around you are not in reality. Um, and depersonalization has to do with um, looking almost at your life as if you're standing outside yourself and viewing a movie. Um, however, only 2% of people have reoccurring episodes and are di actually diagnosed with a chronic disassociative disorder. Um, usually this happens more in women than in men. Um, and there are, as I mentioned, a few sub conditions of this disorder. Um, the first one being disassociative amnesia. There's also depersonalization disorder. And of course, dis um, disassociative identity disorder. So what are some symptoms that we're looking at when we look at um, disassociative disorders? So symptoms is, of these disorders are usually significant memory loss surrounding specific people, places, and or events, out-of-body experiences, feeling as if you are watching a movie of yourself, as I mentioned. Um, additional mental health issues can also come along with this disorder. Um, such as depression and anxiety. Um, there's also a sense of detachment from one's emotions and or what one would call emotional numbness. Um, a lack of sense of self-identity. So, um, you know, you don't really have a sense of your own identity there. Specifics um, will be discussed further in when I discuss each sub-condition. Um, before we get into the subconditions, I'd like to take a break for a message for, uh, for this month from NHEG. Um, I encourage you to meet, meet me on the other side of the break while we discuss what's going on at NHEG for the month of March. There is a lot of exciting happenings here at New Arts Educational Group, and here are your announcements for the month of March. Here are this month's birthdays and anniversaries. Legan Lafretti, March 2nd. Thayla Maxibelins on March 8th. Mariam Kudus on March 10th. Kaylin Spangler on March 10th. Stephanie Gross on March 11th. Legan Scott on March 17th. Kristin Congedo on March 19th. Tara Kurana on March 24th. Ligua Ding on March 27th. And for those on anniversaries, Ayush Galba on March 3rd, William Atkins on March 21st, and Janine Kling on March 31st. NHEG and Pamela Clark are now ambassadors of the American Business Award. A special thank you to Silicon Valley High School for their continued sponsorship of this radio show. NHEG has announced a new affiliation with ABC Mouse and Gamefly. 
ABC Mouse Reading IQ and Adventure Academy offers a step-by-step -step learning path with 10 levels, over 850 lessons, and more than 10,000 individual learning activities. Learn more at abcmouse.com. Gamefly has been the leader for renting the best video games through the mail to gamers in the U.S. for the last 18 years. NHEG will earn commission on each new user that signs up for the free trial or one of the prepaid plans that starts at $9.50 per month and more. Gamefly offers over 8,000 titles for PS4, PS3, Xbox One, Xbox 360, Nintendo Switch, and other consoles. There's no better time for gamers to make the most of their new systems by using Gamefly. Learn more at www.gamefly.com. According to the New Heights Educational Group Executive Director, Pamela Clark, we are always looking for ways to grow offerings and bring opportunities to the public. These are two great examples. We look forward to a lasting affiliation with these organizations. To learn more about NHEG, visit www.newheightseducation.org. NHEG also announces a new partnership with Natural Born Leaders, which includes their Active Learning Starter Program and its teacher support online training program, Active Learning Booster. For a full information on the content and instant access to free module with free video training materials, log on to the program webpage on www.preschool-naturalbornleaders.thinkific.com slash courses slash active learning booster. The ambassador program, partners, and affiliation provide funds to NHEG when someone places an order. Thank you for the continued support of all state insurance and all those that donated through our Facebook fundraiser. We couldn't accomplish what we do without you. Do have a great month. Welcome back to the show. So before the break, we were discussing disassociative disorders, and I went over a very brief um, overview of what the, that mental health disorder entails. Um, again, these overviews um, are intended to be just, you know, the bare basics of the condition, um, you know, being as I only have about 30 minutes for the podcast, um, we can't go into great detail, but I did want to touch on this. And if you're interested in, you know, finding more information and this sounds interesting to you, um, please go ahead and email me. Um, at Erica H at newheightseducation.org and I'll hook you up with some links and some information on this disorder. So going forward, there are three types of disassociative disorders, as I mentioned. They're sort of like subcategories. The first one is disassociative amnesia. Um, people with this disorder have difficulty remembering information about themselves, usually surrounding an event such as abuse again. Um, more rarely, it can manifest as memory loss about one's life or identity. Um, it, an episode can occur suddenly and it can last minutes, days, or more, uh, or more rarely, months or years. Um, Someone can experience multiple episodes throughout their life, and there is no typical age of onset for this disorder. So basically, um, it, it, these, these instances, this disorder can happen suddenly, 
and can have a wide variety of duration. And it doesn't matter if you're a child or an adult, both um, can suffer from this disorder. The next subcategory is depersonalization disorder. I mentioned this a little bit in the introduction. Um, this, this happens when a person experiences a sense of unreality. Um, people with this disorder feel as if they're watching, um, watching a movie of their own lives. Um, as I mentioned, they feel disconnected from their own thoughts and feelings. People uh, and people and things around them may seem unreal as well, as I mentioned earlier. These episodes can last for just moments or recur, recur throughout the years. Um, the average onset for this disorder is 16, um, although the disorder can manifest anywhere from early to middle childhood. Um, adult onset is rare, though. Only about 20% of people experience their first episode after age 20. And the final um, the final disorder in this subcategory is, of course, like I said, the, the one people are more most familiar with, probably, disassociative identity disorder. It used to be called multiple personality disorder. It has been changed in the DSM. Um, we are actually now up to um, DSM-5 now, and that is the um, more or less user manual that uh, psychologists and psychiatrists go by um, when discussing mental health issues. Um, disassociative identity disorder, um, it's more commonly known by the previous name of multiple personality disorder, like I mentioned. Um, a person with DID may alternate between multiple identities and often feel like several voices are trying to take over inside their heads. That means, you know, one, the voices are kind of trying to dominate um, and quote unquote fight amongst themselves for prominence in the mind. Um, each identity may have its own mannerisms, characteristics, and voices. People with DID tend to have memory loss surrounding day-to-day -day events or activities. Um, women are more likely to present with acute symptoms and thus are more easily diagnosed. Um, men will often deny symptoms or have, or even having a history of trauma. A man may exhibit more violent behaviors rather than amnesia or fugue state. So, um, again, women are more easily diagnosed because by and large, we tend to talk more. <laughs> Men, due to cultural expectations, don't tend to talk about this sort of thing very often, if at all. So um, that's why we see a lot of a lot more women diagnosed than men. Oh, excuse me. It is rainy out there today, so I am definitely feeling the. Uh, the um, weather slowed down today, so I apologize. 
I'm going to take a quick break for a message from our sponsor, Silicon Valley High School, and then I will be back with you to discuss um, these disorders um, further. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education, and we are talking about disassociative disorders today. Um, if you immerse the if you missed, excuse me, if you missed the first two segments of this podcast, um, this show will be uploaded to the NAGG website at newheightseducation.org. I encourage you to check it out. There are a lot of great, um, there's quite a bit of great information on that site, not just podcasts, but also, you know, um, descriptions of classes you can take, um, what the history of NHEG is and what the organization is trying to do um, to help kids further their education. Um, So what are the causes of these disorders? As mentioned, disassociative disorders usually occur due, due to past physical, emotional, and or sexual abuse. It can manifest after a person also, uh, experiences natural disasters or combat as well. Um, again, there's that uh, PTSD link in that it doesn't necessarily have to be personal abuse. It can be surviving a, a hugely traumatic experience uh, something like perhaps Hurricane Tr- Katrina or um, somebody who fought in the Gulf War, that may happen. Um, in order, this this condition is ultimately about the mind's ability to protect itself against memories, um, negative memories. Um, and basically trying to protect itself from the trauma. Unfortunately, um, you end up with um, a person, you know, exhibiting these signs. So while it is, disassociative disorders are defense mechanisms, they aren't good coping mechanisms, unfortunately. Um, But it is, the reason it occurs is it is the mind's, attempt to shield itself from the trauma of memories, basically. So how do we diagnose disassociative disorders? Um, So usually doctors first rule out any physical causes for the symptoms, such as a brain injury, brain lesions, or brain tumors, or sleep deprivation. That can happen as well. Um, Once any physical causes are ruled out, uh, a mental health professional is consulted. They're brought in, and um, also of note, a person's culture and upbringing should be considered when they are being diagnosed. 
Um, if an individual comes from a culture where, let's say, spiritual for forces are commonly involved, um, their if they have something like DID, for example, their alternate personalities may present as spirits or demons. Um, for example, if you come from a culture where... Um, um, where there are certain folklores or certain folk uh, medicines that are practiced, um, and that's part of your daily culture, then you may have manifestations of um, spirits, you know, talking through you. Um, and one of your personalities may end up being a... Um, a spirit, um, not because they're not, they are actually spirits, but because um, that's the person's frame of reference. Um, and it's the way the brain knows how to process information. It's, is, you know, you use the tools you have around you from your culture. So that's, that's what that is. Um, if an individual, um, uh, let's see. So again, there's another idea of, you know, people from otherwise oppressive cultures, um, they may experience amnesia. And that's, that's another thing to look at as well. That may come front and center if you're from what's considered to be an oppressive, oppressive culture. Um, so what is the treatment for this? I'm going to go over the treatment and um, right after this message um, from NHEG and then we'll wrap it up. Hello listeners. If you're enjoying the New Heights show on education and want to support or donate to our organization, please visit www.newheightseducation.org. And while you're there, check out our online store at new-heights-educational-group.myshopify.com. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am once again your host, Erica Hansen. Welcome back. Today's subject is on disassociative disorders, um, the most well-known of which is um, disassociative identity disorder. Um, you can see things of, you know, media has done a lot on disassociative identity disorder, whether it's accurate or not, is a different thing. But you'll see things like, you know, the three faces of Eve comes to mind immediately, that sort of thing. Um, but, of course, as I mentioned, there are two other types of disassociative disorder. If you miss those segments, uh, this um, episode will be uploaded to the NHEG website, Um but for now, let's go ahead and continue on uh, with the treatment of these disorders. 
usually psychotherapy is employed. Um, there are various um, types of psychotherapy that can be um, employed and used in treating a person with disassociative disorders. Um, cognitive behavioral therapy and di uh, dialectical behavioral therapy are common to be used, which I, I will I will do another podcast on the different types of therapy and how they're effective and why they're effective um, at another point. But generally speaking, um, those are the focus, uh, the therapies that we use to focus in on disassociative disorders. Um, there's also another therapy called eye movement desensitization, to be, um, desensitized. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm having a, I'm having a day today. Um, and reprocessing. This is EMDR. Um, again, I will go over EMDR at a later date in more depth. Um, basically it helps a person process trauma and deal with it in a healthier way. Um, and medications, of course, may also be used uh, to treat coexisting conditions like anxiety and depression um, because those are co comorbid um, illnesses attached to the original dis um, disassociative disorder. So this is pretty much the end of the disassociative disorder topic. Like I said, if you'd like more information, email me at erikah at newheightseducation.org. Um, also, you know, I'm always on Zoom when I do this program. If you'd like to talk to me in real time, uh, please check me out at Zoom. Uh, the meeting ID again is 465-172-882. And otherwise, I will see you next week with another show and another topic um, hosted by New Heights, uh, the New Heights Educational Group. Have a great week. Hello, listeners. If you're enjoying the New Heights show on education and want to support or donate to our organization, please visit www.newheightseducation.org. And while you're there, check out our online store at new-heights-educational-group.myshopify.com. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. New on CuriosityStream. 
Have researchers figured out a mathematical formula for success? A clearer understanding of how success happens could lead us to change the rules. Gain a new perspective on getting ahead. It's science of success. And the U.S. won the space race, but not without help from the Nazis. They were just years ahead of us. Meet NASA's rocket scientists of the Third Reich on the moon landing and the Nazis. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.